Welcome to Commission Impossible. I'm Scott Fish, and with me, as always, is Ryan McDowell. We've become known for our commissioning over the years. Got together, start a podcast to help other commissioners and their leagues out. If you're new to the show, all episodes are evergreen. Go back, listen to them all. We love that. We love hearing about people binging our shows. Um, just got an email like yesterday about one of those. It's it's. I love it every time, every single time. I'm I'm very happy that people go back and and listen. Uh, what we do here is go over listener questions, bad commission stories, interesting league ideas people have sent us, go over some of our ideas that have now become very popular, and we answer nearly every single email we get. You can email us at commishpod at gmail.com. You can go to our site, commissionpod.com, and search you know previous stuff we've talked about. Subscribe to our newsletter there. Now, on to the show. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking about some of the interesting league ideas we've had, and it is. It blows my mind sometimes when I like see things and I'm like, "That's a thing because something Ryan or Ryan or I did it." You know, like <laughs> yeah. Like I was thinking about the Debbie talk recently, and I'm like, "Son of a bitch, this is a legit thing out there. Debbie is a thing that exists now." And like, oh my gosh, so yeah. We get yeah, yeah. It's like a huge thing now. And and I was also looking at, uh, um, like I saw a thread about what's the right way to do it? Give the 101 or the 113 to the toilet bowl winner. And I'm like, that's a thing because of Ryan, you know, the 113, <laughs> that's a thing. And then I'm watching um, Danny Kelly of the ringer put out a little yes. video, like a short video about what is dynasty. Like I love, you know, just, it's very basic, but I mean, he's got a huge audience and the ringers a huge, like they have a lot of casual uh, people. So it's going to, it's going to be, you know, and it was super well done. Very, and you watched it, I'm sure, right? I did, yeah. Yeah, yes. really well and, done, of course. And we I was gonna say, and he mentions in it productive struggle that that's Ryan. And I'm I'm just <laughs> looking around the like this is almost like a feel good about ourselves moment of the show. We we don't generally do that like on the show too often. It's we're we're generally not these that that type of, of people, but like this week I've just noticed so many of these things, and I'm like Man, I feel like we've contributed, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, we're we're patting ourselves on the back a little bit. Yes, but little bit. Uh, I might edit no, this out because I'm too embarrassed by it. But no, leave it in. Leave it in. You're, I mean, you're yeah. right though. Like it is. It, it it's cool when whatever your ideas are, right? Whether yeah. it's for a league or if it's a it, it's an article you write or or whatever. When when people like it, when people appreciate yeah. it. Uh, when it sticks, you know, when yeah. it sticks around, that feels good. Um, I know. I wonder how Tom feels, like Tom Kisslingberry, for, oh, for like yeah. when, when Matthew Berry wrote on the Vampire Leagues, and like it, yeah. that got like that's a thing out there now, you know, and people are modifying it and whatnot, and like, yeah, like for him too. That's like whenever you create something like that, it's just it's just wonderful to see it take off. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been fun. Been fun, but we're we we are done talking about that kind of stuff. Like we're we're probably blushing a little too much or whatever. That we, <laughs> this is this is not our style. <laughs> it just it's just been one of those weeks where it's been there have been so many things. And I, I wanted to give props to Ryan because productive struggle was like featured prominently in Danny Kelly's you know what is Dynasty uh, video and for the Ringer and whatnot. And I'm like that is. That's my man Ryan. My man Ryan made that. <laughs> that made that a thing. Um, 
All right. Let's uh, I, we're going to start the show with a, a question that, that's come up to me so many times over the last week or so. And, and granted this show will air in like two weeks. So um, yeah. So it's just a question that's going out there a lot. What's the plan if a team has to forfeit due to COVID this year in NFL or, or a game gets forfeited because there's, there's threats that if they can't reschedule a game or if it's too difficult to last year, they went, they bent over backwards to try to make, try to definitely get in all the games. I think that this was a shot that they will try to reschedule, but if they, if it's too difficult, they're going to, they're going to force a forfeit. They're going to force a game to be canceled. Um, what's, what's the commission side of this, Ryan? Well, I mean, it's funny. It does just seem like the NFL, you know, as big as it is, uh, both, um, you know, financially and, and the impact it has really on the entire country and, and in some ways the world, it seems like they're just kind of at the same point. So many of us are like, okay, it's been a year and a half. Like we're just done. You know, we're tired of, we're tired of being careful. We're tired of whatever. And, and not to say they're not still going to have obviously protocols and things like that. Of course, those are all still in place, but um, like you said, last year above and beyond, we're going to make this work. We're going to, we're going to play every game. um, And, and now you know, just drawing that line in the sand. So, um, I mean, fantasy players are are going to have to work around that. Of course we have, we have no idea how that's going to play out. If, um, if teams are going to be more careful to ensure they don't have to forfeit. If, uh, I mean, we've seen the, the bucks use the system of of the bracelets. I don't know if you've seen that Scott. Yeah. Yeah. Vaccinated players are, yep. Right. Yeah. Vaccinated yeah. players wearing one color bracelet uh, and non-vaccinated another. So, I mean, I think the, the real impact and the application for fantasy players is because the NFL is going to be more stringent this year uh, yeah. and not nec- and more, more stringent about this is how it's going to be. If we cancel a game, we cancel a game. Right. And, and, I'm, and who knows if that's really the reality or if that's just July talk. Right. Um, if that happens, if if it comes Sunday morning and and players test positive and and a game is is canceled, if a and and that's what it would be, I think it would be canceled, not postponed. Not yeah. we'll play it on Tuesday or Wednesday or or we'll play it in week fourteen. It, it's going to be canceled according to what we've been told, and and a, a forfeit is in place. And obviously, we're not getting any fantasy stats from that type of game. Right. Uh, even even if a team is taking a loss or, or getting a free win, we're not getting anything from that. Uh, I don't think there's any options for fantasy players. You're just going to have to be ready for that. You're going to yeah. have to have backups in place. We'll we'll get a little warning. Uh, yeah. You know, it might, it might be have... sun might be Sunday morning warning. Yeah. Um, you're just going to have to really keep a monitor on the situation. And it's, it's going to be like a questionable, a, a highly questionable player that like on the injury report, you know, like if, if you start to see a game that's, you know, potentially in that cancel zone, um, yeah, you're just going to have to keep an eye on it. But the, the, pro, the, the rough part, like I don't, do they test Sunday mornings? Like I don't think last year they tested Sunday mornings, right? They tested Saturday mornings and then that was it until Monday or Tuesday. Or what Wasn't that how it worked? So we usually knew on Saturday morning, the only Sunday morning ones 
we saw were the ones that were in question, if I recall correctly, right? I, I think that's correct. Yeah, if there were um, a, a second test needed or a backup yeah. test or something, um, I think that's correct. And so I feel again, like we'll who, have a heads up at it. Yeah, go ahead. I, I was just going to say we we may not know the exact protocols. You know, we did the yeah. we did the commish um, summit on this topic last year with. Uh, with Matt Price and and John Bosch and I, I believe Dan Myler and, and yep. Nathan Powell, I think we're yep. all on there. We had a, we had a good group to go over this. It was like a four hour episode. It was wild, but um, I, I, we're going to be looking at a lot of the same questions this year. I know in my leagues we did backups uh, where you could set specific backups if your player uh, if if their game was was lost or. Yep. Uh, or if if they were out of the lineup due to COVID, you could replace them with that player. We never mm-hmm. had to use it. We we never had to use that. No, that that uh, you know, we didn't have to go that far, but we had the the system in place. Yep, yep. That's that, and that's probably the best idea for most you know home leagues. Safe leagues obviously can't. It's just you got to monitor your situation. Um, yeah, that's basically what you have to do. I, I was talking to Peter Schenke about this from RotoWire, and he was thinking that they would try to, you know, fix the schedule, but uh, not go completely out of their way. You know, like. Yeah, uh, I think that's true. I mean, it, so, uh, still, uh, you know, the, again. That just says there's no clear thing out there. We don't know for sure. That was just a guess of his, I think, and it's a guess of ours or whatever. Well, a, a, a game lost, meaning a, a game that is canceled, is obviously a lot of lost revenue for teams for the NFL as a whole. Yep. So yep. Um, they, the league can have have tough talk in in July. Right. I think in September, October, November. I think that might be a little different. Did, um, I'm just going to throw this in here. Did you like that that line in that in that memo that the the team that has to forfeit the team with the outbreak has to make up the financial burden of the lost game. I actually did not see that, but I do that, like that. I do that, like that. I like that a lot. Cause I'm like, that'll, that'll keep teams be like, no, we do not want to get forfeited. <laughs> we might have some players getting, uh, getting, getting fined heavily. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think I saw the, the fines for, for a COVID protocol. Um, uh, like a penalty or whatever, like for not following a protocol, $14,635 or something. Which for players. Yeah. 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 Not for for the team. Yeah. Um, Yeah. For players. So it's uh, they, they they got a system, but uh, yeah, basically this is a long roundabout way of saying it's going to be the same as last year for if the team, if a game, you just, you're going to have to monitor it. Most home leagues should probably implement some kind of backup system. Um, and, and that's probably how you have to go about that. Just like last year with the potential postponements. Oh, that was a lot, Ryan. That was like half the show already. And who <laughs> who knows what it'll look like if I, you know, when I edit, but it, it, it's a big topic. Yeah. Uh, do you want to start on this Rocky one or do you want me to? Uh, yeah, I'll take it. Uh, okay. this is from our buddy Rocky Petrella in Philly. He is, uh, Co-host of the Trade Addicts Pod with Russ Fisher. Russ Russ found a found a way to get his name in the show again. He was he was on a cold streak after uh, 
after a while. Let's see. Rocky says, I was inspired to send you this after hearing David from Mexico City's league ideas. Um, David had a, a good run here as well, giving us some cool league ideas. That's uh, David Glidden. Uh, let's see. Okay, this is Survivor Fantasy Football. It is a redraft, and it's based on the reality sh- TV show Survivor. 16 teams would be in tribes or divisions, eight teams each. Uh, the commish does not play and instead acts as the Survivor host. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm already a little iffy, Rocky. You better sell me on this. I don't like I don't like the commission not playing. Let's see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> In the first few weeks, the tribes play against each other, uh, each team from tribe A playing each team from tribe B. The winning tribe, the one with the most uh, most wins in a given week, gets a reward of swapping one bench player from their tribe with any bench player from a losing team tribe uh, from the losing from a losing team in the other tribe. Okay. Uh, losing tribe has to vote someone from their tribe off the island, a.k.a. out of the league, sending their vote privately to the commissioner. So here, this this comes in why the commissioner is acting as a third party here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the person with the most votes against them is out of the game. Play continues for multiple weeks like this with tribes competing. Uh, just like in the show, there's a tribe swap around week four when some teams are randomly moved to the opposing tribe. And there's a merge in week eight. Uh, when the teams all come together, uh, I'm, I'm going to stop for one second. You can yeah, do a basically. vote. You can do a vote on the on MFL that's anonymous. the The results and who voted which way are both set to anonymous, and it ends at a certain period. That's true. Um, that's if right. you if you want if this is the only reason the commissioner stopped playing, but go. Yeah. Let's keep going. Yeah, very good point. Um, so at the once they reach the merge, it kind of becomes a single team game, or just like. I guess Survivor becomes a single or an individual game. Uh, the rest of the season is individual play um, with uh, players continuing to vote out each other until only two teams remain. The two teams pre- uh, present their case at a final tribal council Zoom call to the whole league of the 14 other teams that have already been voted out to determine the sole Survivor. Hmm. What do you think? That's uh, Rocky has some re- has the why. We we love it when people give us the why to create the league. But well, before we get to that, what do you think about the idea? Uh, you know, I like it. It's uh, and and I'm actually fine with the commission out playing. Like I, Charge's Adventure League, like 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 leagues where it's like uh team team leagues. Sometimes the the commissioner doesn't play. Sometimes it's like like Dungeon and Dragon style leagues where the commissioner doesn't play and he's just the puppet master or whatever. And, and like, I'm, I'm fine with that, but I'm just, you know, there's, there's a, there's probably a way the commission can play in this. Um, yeah, unless it he doesn't seems want to. like the, it seems like the, the vote is the, maybe the only reason. So like you said, if, if that is the case, uh, you could do the, the poll on MFL. Yeah. Um, yeah there, you know, there are probably other anonymous ways to uh, anonymous polling options out there that you could, you could look into. Um, granted the commissioner would probably have always have access to take a peek, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, true, but, true. but if you have a trustworthy commissioner, that's like, yeah, it's, it's probably going to be fine. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's an elimination league. It's, it's, it's a, a steal a player league. Um, yeah. I, I, like, I, I, I like, like that. It involves a couple of those different, 
features that we like as well. And I've uh, never seen Survivor, but it feels like it's got like it feels like it's in line with that theme, like like some of the things that they do in this. I love Survivor as well. Rocky says that that's the first reason uh, under his list of why create this league that he loves Survivor. Fun to emulate a league after the show. I love the show as well. Um, and, and you're right. It, it does match up pretty well. I, I think there okay. could be a, a question at the end about um, the, the league, the league members who have lost or been voted out um, determining, you know, who the winner is rather than, oh, uh, sure. rather than that, that normal head to head, you know, matchup that you would right. see to, to decide a league. But again, that's how Survivor is. They're not they're not doing necessarily a competition to to see who wins, but it's it's a vote from the other uh, participants. Uh, I think the strategy would be early would be interesting, especially early. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you if you're in that tribe, you want your tribe to to do well enough to um, to win the week and and maybe get to steal a player versus losing a player if you lose the week. But there's also the idea of getting the best teams out early so you can can survive, right? Um, so I, I don't know. That's that's a tough one. Um, it is. It's interesting. He mentions Rock- collusion is not only allowed but encouraged. I don't know that I see it as collusion as much as alliance. Like uh, team, like it's it it it's set up like a teamwork league where you know the, there are leagues where multiple teams work together to accomplish something. Um, it's set up more like that. It's not really collusion. I mean, it's collusion in that teams are working together, but um, yeah, I suppose I, I could see it either way, but yes, uh, I like team like when teams can work together. Um, I feel like I Rocky cut you does, off. No, no, you did not at all. Okay. I'm, I'm just, uh, just soaking in the league. Rocky had some other uh, reasons why uh, to play the, to play the league. Uh, also had a couple of questions. He says, this past year, the tribe that won in week one got a snowball effect, becoming okay. increasingly unbeatable due to the reward of being able to swap one of their bench players for a bench player from the other tribe. They smartly identified studs on buys uh, or players who were injured short term. Any recommendations for a reward that might be less empowering? Well, I mean, the, good, the clear and obvious there is, you can't steal players on buys or players who are injured, <laughs> right? Like it, then you're just stealing a player that was not started because they're just a true bench player. I mean, it feel, that feels like the most easy solution for that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's a good point. So you have to, maybe the rule is you have to steal a player who was active that week. Yeah. Not, not necessarily active in the fantasy lineup, but active on the field in, in the right. NFL. No, I love uh, that. I love that because, you know, then, then you could have a guy who is questionable, but played and, and still, or, or yeah. Yeah. I love that active. If the player was active that week, they can be stolen. Um, that's great. Um, second question, any other impressions, thoughts, or suggestions on running a league like this? Uh, the only thing I would say is what Scott already mentioned. Uh, I, I think as if I'm running this league, it sounds fun to me. I would want to play in it as well. Uh, I had a, a somewhat similar crazy league idea that we talked about on here last year, uh, mm-hmm. Sniper Active League. And, yep. I, I mean, I loved running that league and, and all the strategy that, that came with that, but I also just loved 
playing in that league. It, it became the one I wanted to win the most each week, even a, ahead of some of my bigger money yep. leagues, because I wanted to steal those players. And that yep. that's what you got to do with the win. So uh, I love the idea. I mean, this is definitely one I would, I would play in or I would uh, even try to commission. Yeah, it's uh, and he does say totally welcome to participate in 2021 if you like. I will I will say we've done a lot of question shows and we had time off for SFB, so it's possible this email this email could have come in at this point uh, a month and a half like by the time you're hearing this month and a half two months ago. Um, yeah, we we still have some June Juneish like late Juneish right before SFB emails in here, and I know we've been sitting on this one for a while because it looked long. <laughs> So, generally the shorter one behind the scenes sneak peek for those ready did generally the shorter ones get thrown into the show quicker because we, we can get them up get it get them cleared up uh but that's yeah i really like it impressions and thoughts and suggestions on running the league i don't i don't have much for you because it sounds like you played last year and when you yeah. run a league like this you you are going to have the best knowledge. Like I, I don't see anything in here that I can possibly give you a good tip on. Um, I, I feel like you've probably saw what happened year one and you've made adjustments to how to make that your life easier as a commish and potentially rules that need to change from year one. Um, I think you got it, Rocky, especially Rocky. Like, I feel like Rocky's got it, you know, like if I, I yeah, I, I don't really have anything uh, on that front, um, but I do like it. I, I do like it. It's uh, eliminations, kneeling players, teamwork. There's a whole lot of, uh, of fun things that I like in, in other leagues in this league. Um, very, very cool idea, Rocky. And maybe this has uh, prompted people to listen and be like, you know, I'm not a Survivor fan, but I like this other game show that I feel like I can incorporate into a league like Rocky has done with Survivor here. So um, very cool. Should we do this last this last one that is also a survivor themed league? Uh, yeah, let's let's get it in here. It, it fits well. Let, let's just see how different it was, or if there's anything new to it that maybe will help Rocky, or maybe something from Rocky's will help Noah Lubbock from Texas. He says how to pronounce his name, but that's how I would have pronounced it. Is there another way to pronounce it? Uh, no, that's how I would have pronounced it. I think he's also Noah from Lubbock, Texas, maybe. It could be. It could be just Noah, and yeah, he's from Lubbock, Texas. Wouldn't it be crazy if he's Noah Lubbock from Lubbock, Texas? That would be fun. What, what if he is the Lubbock family of Lubbock, Texas? <laughs> <laughs> that would be we, we wow. got a we got a, we got a celebrity on our hands celebrity here. on the show okay wait we we have you every week ryan though so oh yes of course <laughs> okay um survivor league a new fun interactive way to see who will be crowned the best 20 teams to start with 10 teams in two divisions so we've already got the yeah the the two sides here Mm-hmm. For the first seven weeks, the two divisions will play against each other. The division with the lowest points go to tribal council, where a league member is voted out. So this is this is this is starting out similar. Only it doesn't seem like there's a teamwork aspect. Um, it seems like it's just it's just you're playing it out, and the division with the lowest points um, that week 
Um, yeah, so it's it's total wins versus total points. So a little bit of a difference yeah. there, but basically, yep. basically the same idea. Yep. When a division has more teams than the other, they must designate a team to be out for the week, and their score will not be added. That makes sense for fairness. It kind of sucks for that team, but you know that's yeah. It it makes sense because one extra team would like the the team with more teams would win almost every week. You know what though, and, and maybe this is maybe this is uh, maybe this is part of the rules in in this league. But in Survivor, this happens sometimes where you. Uh, you have to pick a, a player to sit out. And yeah. and I wonder if yeah. maybe the team that is sitting out it gets some type of immunity. Like if you're sitting out, you can't be voted out that week. Oh, interesting. I like it. I like that. Um, that decision needs to be made before Thursday night football kickoff, which makes mm-hmm. sense. When it gets to 16 or 17 teams, so three to four weeks in, Divisions will be shuffled and a third division will be added, giving one division six teams and the other two divisions five teams. Okay, interesting. Is that something that happens on Survivor, Ryan? That like the, There's lots of changes with the tribes. Lots uh, yeah, lots of reshuffles. And then, uh, as Rocky mentioned, eventually there's a merge where they all come together. Okay, so going forward the, at this point, the top two scoring divisions are safe. And the bottom scoring division is the one that has to eliminate someone. When it gets to 13 teams, the three divisions will merge into one division and it becomes an individual game. Okay. The highest score will have individual immunity and is safe from beating up, being voted out. If they choose to, they may give up another league member. Okay. Hmm. At this point, the 10 league members that are voted out will make up the jury. The jury will have the final vote for who they believe should be crowned the champion of the final three teams left after week 17. Okay. So does all of that sound like it's pretty familiar to Survivor? Yeah. Yep. That's 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 pretty much you it. Mentioned, you mentioned the voted out members jury before. Um, right. Okay. All right. And I'm guessing that immunity stops for the final three. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> yeah. I, w- I wonder how early it stops. Maybe, maybe it just goes right up until the final three. Um, advantages: hidden immunity idols and legacy advantages will be sent at random times during the season. We'll have to figure out how to choose a league member and how they receive these things, and figure out a way for league members to do fake advantages without it being obvious. Possibly a Google form. That'll that'll be interesting. I mean, that's 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 a whole that's a whole huge. Thing that could have issues that you're gonna have to think out think out that thing really clearly. <laughs> yeah, I mean um, there are there are a lot of uh, I don't know in deeper pieces of Survivor that um, that Noah's mentioning here the uh, the the advantages and the idols and the yeah the things like that. So you could definitely work those into your league as as yeah. he's talking about. But I think you could you could also do uh, what's what's maybe the simpler version uh, that uh, that Rocky talked about as well. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That the those advantages might be the kind of th- yeah, yeah. That's that's gonna, that would be interesting. But um, yeah, you're going to have to have twenty people that are really bought in. <laughs> well, uh, I think you would want you would obviously want to have survivor fans as well. Yes, yes. 
Uh, the draft will be an auction draft with $500 to spend. Every Wednesday, the players on the team who was voted out will be put in the pool for the other league members in a division to draft and replace one of their own. Okay, so it's got kind of a guillotine aspect to it where a team, the losing team loses their player. Does that happen in Survivor when a team, when a player is eliminated, he has to like take off all his clothes and his like whatever, like if he had a knife with him or like does he have to give those to the other players? Um, no, I don't think that's part of it. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Just, he's on the jury. Maybe, na- maybe that's off camera. <laughs> for the rest of the show. Um, players drafted and dropped must be of the same position. Interesting. Teams may choose to skip when they're on the clock. However, if they skip, they're done with the draft. Uh, that, yeah, that's a thing that happens in drafts. That's, that's, yeah. Once all teams use their skip, the draft is over. Any players who are not drafted will be dropped to waivers and unavailable for pickup that week. Weekly draft will be Snake with the lowest scoring team having the 101. Okay, trades and waivers. Even though this is best ball scoring, trades will be allowed, but only inside the division. It's interesting because don't, it seems like, you're t- tallying. I suppose. I suppose. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I can see that. I can. I can see why that would happen. Okay. Because um, you're always on the cusp of. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be the one eliminated. So. Right. Um, there will be no waivers of free agent pickups outside of that. You know, Wednesday draft. It sounds like uh, collusion is allowed and even encouraged. Sounds like that's a theme with Survivor, uh, but only amongst <laughs> yes. those in your division. Um, he's got the roster and scoring roster settings. He's got scoring t- TBD. So it sounds like he hasn't done this league yet, but, um, that's, that's, it's not about the person who makes the most scores, the most points, but the moves one makes that must be a survivor thing. Probably. Um, okay. Noah Lubbock from Lubbock, Texas of the Lubbock family. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, that's uh yes it's it's actually di- I'm glad we read both because it's different than Rockies, um but maybe either of you can take elements from each other's um but two different two different ways to do a survivor league do we have any clo- this is the end of the show so you have any closing sh- thoughts on either of those leagues those styles, Ryan? Uh, no, like I said, I like them both. Um, I would say the the second from Noah's is, is a little more uh, a little more intricate, a little deeper. Um, so again, you just want to make sure you have people on board. You're talking about a weekly draft. I mean, again, that's something we dealt with in in Sniper Active that there was really there was a schedule and there were hard deadlines because um, you had to keep things moving. We had we had a period where we had to steal a player. We had another period where we had to draft. And when you've got to get this all done uh, by, by Thursday evening, uh, it can, it can make it tough. So um, you've got to take that kind of into account as you're planning these leagues with, uh, with a busy weekly schedule. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And you have to hold tight to those deadlines. Otherwise it can become a mess. Um, uh, one thing I wanted to mention at the top, but I will mention it at the end since we're done with the emails was once again, in safe leagues, every once in a while we get trades protested. Not every once Mm -hmm. in a while. I mean, it happens because 
that's the process. If you don't like some trades, you you are a trade or whatever. You suspect collusion, or you know that that's generally the reason you should protest. But a lot of people just protest just because they don't like a trade, <laughs> or they have different values. So once again, we had a we had a trade protested this week, and the the person protesting, you know, didn't like a didn't like trade or trades, and he, you know, got a couple other people to protest. So we would look into it, and they they bring up he bring he brings up this idea that I see every once in a while they go, this is going to ruin the league. This is too unbalanced. It's going to ruin the league, and I just wanted to touch on that because, you know. That that's not really a thing. A, yeah. a single a single trade or even a couple trades is not going to ruin a league. I've been commissioning for thirty plus years. Safe Leagues has eleven hundred plus leagues. We've been commissioning those for seven years. I haven't seen it yet. It's it's the owners that ruin a league because it, you know that a trade may happen. The trade on its on its face. And within the league is not going to ruin the league. It's the owners that are going to ruin the league because of their attitude about the trade and how they handle the situation. Uh, I'm going to give a story from about three or four years ago. Uh, Three years ago, I believe. Uh, It was the year that TJ Yeldon was a top 10 back for the first half of the season. Do you remember that, Ryan? Uh, Yes, I do. (laughs) Okay. So a team with no running backs in safe leagues traded Michael Thomas for TJ Yeldon and a second at that point. Um, So he got TJ Yeldon in a second and he traded away Michael Thomas, which is a really bad trade. Mm. Um, And and so he he got Yeldon for, you know, some of the games of that, you know, of the part where he was doing good. And then of course the end, by the end of the season, Yeldon had dropped off. I think someone, someone else kind of took over that backfield. I forget, I forget exactly what happened. Maybe, but uh um, anyway, that, that league got some people in that league got up in arms after this, like the team that got Michael Thomas, they said it would ruin the league. The Michael Thomas owner had a huge advantage. Now the Michael Thomas owner did not win the league, nor did he win <laughs> second or third. He didn't, he was bounced from the playoffs in the first round. And the following year, the Michael Thomas league owner did not win any money. And the following year, the Michael Thomas owner did not win any money. Cause I've routinely checked up on this one just to make sure. And also because it's got another interesting factoid. Six teams left that league, at because, I'm guessing in part because of that trade, after the season. This, the team, you know, teams that were upset or just whatever, mm-hmm. but six teams, half the league disappeared, got six new owners. That league has not lost an owner since. It's, it's wow. one of the leagues in safe leagues where it's, it's, a, it's, been, all, it's been perfect, no turnover since, which it's a – almost just borderline just a statement on it's the owners. It's not yeah. the trade. It's not the trade that's going to ruin your league. It's the owners. Well, I think you could take the same, the same idea and apply it to a, a lot of different things. Like I have tried to come up with ways to build really active trading leagues right? I mean, I've put in rules that require you to trade or to make trade offers. And, and that, that has not worked. And the reason it hasn't worked is it, it comes down to the, the players in the league. If you want a really uh, active league where, where people trade a ton, get active managers who like to trade. Like that's yeah. the answer. It's not creating a rule that, that forces it. Um, yeah. 
so whatever you want uh, out of a league, it comes down to who's who you have playing, right? Yep. Um, the other thing that you started that, that I was thinking about as you started that story, you've, you've got somebody complaining about a trade because potentially they think it is collusion. They, they put the complaint out there or whatever that process is, mm-hmm. but then they go to the rest of the league to say, you should complain about this trade too. You should protest yep. this trade too. Yep. It's it's isn't, funny. He, isn't that collusion? That's collusion. Yeah, it kind of is. The, oh my gosh! I love that you said that because I had that same thought driving uh, home after dropping my kid off this morning. I love that you said that about that because I thought to myself, the 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 people involved in this are l- colluding less than you are with the other teams in the league trying to get get something reversed or get a league canceled or whatever. You know, like it seems like there's more collusion on your end. So true. So true. I love that you said that. (laughs) I, I, I wondered if my, like me thinking that in the car this morning was like just weird or like if it even made sense, but if you're saying it, then I feel better. Um, yeah, but, uh, just basically the end of, of my story and the Michael Thomas story is that I, I run a ton of leagues and I don't think I've ever seen, I know I've never seen a tra- like trade end a league like or ruin a league like that. I, I think the only place you get the argument is if a team is a super contender, like they're the best team in the league, and they get one of those super off balance trades like yeah. late in the season or something. I think that's the only place you can make that case. That's it though. Give us a five star review on whatever you listen to podcasts on. Tell your friends. Tell your league mates. Tell your commissioners about our show. Follow me on Twitter at Scottfish24. Follow Ryan on Twitter, RyanMC23. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.